Welcome to Otani Comes to America. I'm Jack. And I'm Kev. So before any games even happened this week, we had some news that Otani was named AL, American League Player of the Week, for his past week's performance, with Bryce Harper getting named NL Player of the Week. And Harper's like one of Otani's, I don't know about idol, that might be a strong word, but definitely someone he looks up to and wants to play like. The two best lefty swings in the game. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, that would be the person you want to be, at least when it comes to his swing and his offensive power. His swing is kind of similar to Harper's also. Like, there's side-by-side footage, and you can see the similarity for sure. And Otani said he's, like, watched a lot of Harper footage before to try to do that. Otani loves video. The Angels were at home all week, starting off with a series against the Texas Rangers. Let's jump into Monday, where Otani goes two for four. One of those two hits was a double, though. The other hit was a 109 mile per hour single that he hit off of the lefty pitcher. Also, Sidewinder. For those of you that don't know, a Sidewinder is a pitcher that throws from the side. That adds like a whole other level of... A challenge to hit the ball more movement when otani faced him in spring training too he had a lot of trouble see just give him a chance lefty no lefty doesn't matter yeah and he's been doing pretty good against lefties since he's gotten to like hit more of them after pujols's injury so that hit came with two men on two outs in the seventh that clutch gene is there too gave the angels two runs they do still fall short five to two and this game, Otani was batting fifth in the lineup. Justin Upton was fourth. And this cost them because Upton left five men on base. Let that be a lesson learned, Sosha. Don't mess with the lineup. <laughs> no, I'm playing. I mean, <laughs> I mean, they did learn the rest of the week. He was pretty much at fourth. There you go. So let's go on to Tuesday. Nothing crazy. Otani goes 0 for 3, one strikeout. The Angels do win it 1 to 0. And they tried something interesting. No, Mike Sosha's playing around. Like, he's playing with the lineup. Yeah, so they had a bullpen day. So basically, we're used to getting a starting pitcher. Like, Otani, he's a starting pitcher. Start the game, you pitch. Hopefully, something more than five innings, maybe six. Anything more than that, great job. A bullpen day means you're just going to go off your bullpen, which is made off of pitchers that usually throw one to two innings. So this means every one to two innings, Mike Sosha walks to the mound and brings a new pitcher in. Something that the Tampa Bay Rays have been testing this season. To a lot of success for them. Yeah, I could see this becoming a thing next year. More teams other than the Tampa Bay Rays. Part of the idea of this method is that batters on the opposing team, they're constantly seeing new pitchers. So they're not becoming familiar with a pitcher in that particular game to the point where they have a sense of what he's like or what not. Like, sometimes you already have that if you face them in the past, but when it's within the same game, it especially adds up where you can take advantage of seeing their stuff earlier in the game. And it shows they actually took a no-hitter onto the eighth inning. That's crazy. Which is crazy. Especially for the Angels who... <laughs> Like, they're no Tampa Bay. They do end up giving up two hits, but still get the win. Still a shutout, 1-0. to zero. Then we go on to Wednesday. Otani goes 2-3, for three, a 
again, a double, because <laughs> why not? One walk, one run, one strikeout. They win 8-1. to one. And that double also was part of the Angels hitting for the cycle in the third inning. There was the double by Otani, a triple by Justin Upton, a single by Anderson Simmons, and a homer by Jose Fernandez. Then, like I said, the Angels were home all week, so they switch to the Mariners coming in from Seattle. Thursday, the boys hit the game. <laughs> Go to Orange County, you know. We did miss, or like we didn't even realize that Ichiro was going to be taking batting practice, but he hit like 10 home runs and 31 swings. Like, Damn. And as we've talked about, Ichiro stopped playing like at the beginning of the season. He transitioned to like a staff position, but he still takes BP sometimes and he can still hit dingers. I think he was straight up just showing off for Otani, <laughs> showing, like, who's still boss out here. <laughs> there was, like, footage of them before the game, you know, chopping it up as usual. Otani getting his style tips from Ichiro. But, yeah, we missed that, unfortunately. It was against Seattle Mariners. Big fan of Cano. Nelson Cruz is one of the best dinger hitters right now. Got to see him, D. Gordon, and, of course, Trout and Otani. Yeah, we were in center field, so we were looking over Mike Trout's shoulder the whole game, pretty much. He can hear everything we were saying. Bro. Yeah, like, seriously. <laughs> in between innings, he would throw balls back from the throwing sessions, and random fans would catch it. But yeah, let's go into the game. Otani goes one for four. We got to see a Otani double. Line drive to center field. Center field there almost came up with it. Sliding catch, hit off the glove, but couldn't come up with it. So it was hit to center field. He almost caught it. And this was like late in the game. They had taken out Mitch Hanniger. If Mitch was playing there, you'd think he would have caught it. Mitch is nasty, bro. <laughs> um, I feel like Mitch could have probably came up with it. Yeah. Just because I've seen him play against the Yankees this year, and he's robbed home runs, he's gunned people out at second, and he's robbed two or three doubles from, like, Gardner, Didi, and stuff like that. So I almost, like, could visualize him robbing that. Otani also got robbed by D. Gordon on his hardest-hit ball of the season that day. It was a 113.9-mile-per-hour hit, and... D. Gordon robbed it at shortstop. And, like, speaking of robbing in center field, also later in the series, just to give a quick side note, D. Gordon also was playing center for some reason, and he robbed Mike Trout in center field, too, of a home run. Hey, <laughs> D. got the speed, and he could field. And one last thing on Thursday. Like, before we had seen Otani, we were, like, in the upper deck, this time, we were a bit closer, and, like, even right away when we walked in, we saw him, like, warming up in center field. It was cool to see him, like, that close, you know? Yeah, he was doing sprints, and at a point, he ran straight to us. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, he sees us, like... It looked like he was looking <laughs> at us. Come say what's up. But then he, like, stopped right in that center and ran back. We were like, damn, so yeah. close. I wish I knew some Japanese words I could just shout real quick. But maybe I should have said it in Spanish. To do. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Yeah, he's fluent. Then we go on to Friday. Ducks night. <laughs> oh, my God. The famous 
Mighty Ducks. Hey, shout out to the Mighty Ducks. Real quick, though, Otani looked pretty cool in a hockey jersey. There's some pictures of him floating out there with his custom Mighty Ducks Otani jersey. Yo, Otani's always looking for new clothes, so like... Dude, a jersey? What if that's like his new swag? <laughs> <laughs> the jersey with the jeans? I could see it. But yeah, on the Ducks night, Otani goes 0 for 4, 1 strikeout. The Angels do lose 5 to 0. Then we go on to Saturday. Otani goes 2 for 4 with a dinger. Big fly, Otani-san. Big fly, number 20. And that translates into one run, one RBI. He does strike out twice. The Angels end up losing 6-5. to five. That home run, though, not only was it his 20th, which we'll get back to in a sec, but it was back-to-back with Mike Trout. And this was, like, the first time they've done it all season. Otani hasn't always been behind him in the lineup, so that's why, to a degree. But between Trout in third, Otani in fourth, and Justin Upton in fifth, who also hit two home runs on Saturday in that same game, they're looking like they have a decent middle of the lineup for next season. See, I saw this word or this... Troutani. Troutani? Yeah. I don't know how I feel about it, but it might stick. I feel like it's going to stick. Yeah, I mean, I've seen it being used a good amount. Yeah, I mean, we might even see some Uptani happening. Ooh. Hey, you heard it here first. That sounds a lot more natural than Troutani. <laughs> Troutani is a little strong, you know, a little hard on the tongue. but <laughs> So as of Saturday, Trout and Otani have 101 combined plate appearances in September, right? 398 batting average. Beast. Beast mode, for real. Eight dingers, easy. 19 RBIs, 17 runs, 15 walks, which is pretty impressive, too. 505 on base percentage. So, like, (laughs) you coming up to bat twice, you're, like, for sure getting on base once. That has to do a lot with the walks, obviously, um, which is pretty impressive. 735 slugging, (laughs) 1.240 OPS. That's, like, better than everyone's right now, (laughs) if you combine it. Yeah, pretty impressive. Them two together, this is what I guess we can envision for the future of the Angels. And also with Otani's 20th home run, he joins Babe Ruth as the only player with 20 home runs and 10 pitching appearances in the same season. The Babe did that in 1919, so... Again, another one of those records that happened like a century ago. And also with the 20th home run, he joined Hideki Matsui, the god, as as the only Japanese players with 20 home runs in a season, which Matsui did five times in his career. And the last in 2010 when he was with the Angels, actually. Yo. I completely forgot he played for the Angels. Yeah, me too. Until you just mentioned that. (laughs) When I saw this stat, I was like, wait, I had to like double check like, oh, wow, I forgot. Like, I just think of him in pinstripes and that's it. Bro, that never happened. He was forever in pinstripes. (laughs) (laughs) Then we go on to Sunday. Otani goes 0 for 3. One walk, one run, two strikeouts. The Angels do win it 4 to 3. And we talked about earlier how Otani had been batting fourth most of the week since that mess up on Monday where 
he was fifth and they could have used him at fourth. But this day, he was at number three because Trout needed a day off. Supposedly, you know, for rest. But Trout's a beast. He just wanted the day off to watch the Eagles and enjoy it. Sounds more like it to me. (laughs) (laughs) There was a little thing that we probably shouldn't be too worried about, but you never know with Otani. He tweaked his ankle a little bit, sliding into second, and Sosha said it was fine, although it was pretty heavily wrapped up after the game in the clubhouse. The Angels are calling it a mild left ankle sprain and that he's considered day-to-day. Luckily, the Angels have a day off on Monday, so he gets a extra day off to rest it anyway. But we'll see. Hopefully it's fine. Nothing to worry about. The last thing Otani needs is another injury, even if it's small. And his teammate and buddy, David Fletcher, who plays second base, also left the game for him with a left hamstring strain, which could be worse than Otani's injury. To finish off the episode, we'll give a little insight that we learned this week from a rare interview Otani did with MLB Network after he won the AL Player of the Week that we mentioned. So, what a normal day is like for Otani. He gave a little bro-type answer, bro. (laughs) He lifts, plays catch, and does BP. (laughs) Plain and simple. Simp. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds pretty cool. I wish that was my life. (laughs) Add in a little snack here and there, maybe a nap, and a... Next was his favorite city. He goes with San Diego because of the nice ballpark. Could have played there, bro. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Nice city, and it's clean. Last but not least, his favorite restaurant. I feel like in earlier episodes we made up that (laughs) he's a big In-N-Out fan. (laughs) And fish tacos. Fish tacos. (laughs) So, that restaurant is Akaya. Japanese. Japanese restaurant, and the chef at that restaurant is actually his translator's father. Yep, Ipe. Ipe, who was probably Otani's real right-hand man. We joke around that it's all all these angel players, but (laughs) this is probably the person that he's talking to the most. Yeah, like, we don't talk about him all the time. Like, we say, like, oh, interpreted through his translator, blah, 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 but... Literally, Ipe goes with him everywhere, Mm -hmm. and he also drives him around, he plays catch with him, like, he does everything with him, and Ipe even grew up in Anaheim, like, from six years old for about ten years, and then he was actually working with the Nippon Ham Fighters in Japan as an interpreter where Otani was playing, And Otani asked him to come over to the Angels with him. And Ipe's family still lives in Anaheim, too, just like 15 minutes from the stadium. So it really worked out well. Is Ipe the real reason Otani's playing in the Angels right now? I mean, hey, (laughs) it's not too far off an answer. Ipe's just putting these beautiful thoughts in his head like, oh, my dad's a crazy chef. (laughs) This crazy restaurant. Anaheim. I'll drive you around everywhere, bro. I know you like San Diego. You've visited, whatever. But 
Hey, it's only like one hour away. Yeah, I don't like, miss the place, bro. <laughs> I know your bros with Billy too. Like, we got him, we got me, we got Soch, we got Trout. Like, you'll be good. Damn, it took us almost the whole season, but I think we just found out. Crack the code. Why Otani's an angel, man? Shout out Ipe Mizuhara. If you hear this podcast, hopefully you let Otani know. We love both of you guys. Hell yeah. Next week, the Angels have off Monday, like we said. Tuesday through Thursday, they play the Oakland A's. Then, Friday through Sunday, they play the Houston Astros. Both series on the road. That's it for this week of Otani Comes to America. I'm Jack. And I'm Kev.